crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Welcome to the CEO Reader Podcast with your host, John Mayetta. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe at iTunes or wherever you consume your podcast content. Uber. Uber is the gift that keeps on giving. There's always something to talk about with Uber. There's always a lesson to be learned. So Uber, Uber is apparently testing a, a temp agency of sorts where they're going to help place job candidates. I guess it's part of their larger initiative around the, the sharing economy. So I, I don't get what, what Uber's doing, especially ahead of a potential IPO in 2019. What they ought to be doing is just focusing on the rideshare business, getting that profitable so that you have something to talk about with investors and so that you could get a favorable price on that deal. And then as you gain profitability and that rideshare business is rock solid, then you can branch out into other things. And even then I would stay tight. I would branch into ancillary services that that would make sense or move backward in the supply chain perhaps and, and into automobile OEM. You know, at one point they were building their own autonomous technology. They gave that up. They're partnering with, uh, what is it, Geely and I think SoftBank as well. Well, maybe if they pull that that IPO off at that outrageous valuation, which I don't think they will, the, the, the peak valuation of $120 billion that was floated to them by the investment bankers. If they pull something like that off, use that paper valuation to go out and acquire one of the, the LIDAR companies, let's say, which is the core technology in, in autonomous vehicles. You know, start to consolidate that space. I mentioned ads recently. You're basically holding your users, your riders, captive in the vehicle. How about a sophisticated ad network? You could always pump ads through the phone, through the app, but while you have them in the car, how about that? Yeah, I mentioned that you have Uber has its 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 real time network, real time intelligence around where all of its users are at any given point in time. Maybe there's an opportunity to take that data, anonymize it and share it with first responders, as an example, so that the police and other security agencies kind of know not where a specific person is, because now we get into privacy, but where there's a, a material cluster of people. Think of it as preventive, preventative maintenance from a security standpoint. These are the things we have to start thinking about, given all the bad actors we have in the world. But Amazon, Amazon, Amazon's on, on my mind because Uber was written up in a Vanity Fair article where some of the insiders are talking about themselves as Amazon. Oh, you can't compare us to Lyft. Lyft is just a national rideshare company. We're a global rideshare company, and given our scale, it's, it's, it's logical to think of us as a, a global holding company where we can have m- many businesses, much like Amazon. The difference is Amazon caught a wave early, a tidal wave, a sea change shift in the global economy that was e-commerce. They were early to e-commerce. And the only reason why Amazon wasn't you know, profitable from day one is they made the investment, I think right up through, I can remember the uh, investors giving Amazon a hard, hard time in 2014, 2015, because Amazon was still making investment, global investment around distribution centers, knowing that the future is same-day shipping, same-day delivery rather. And in order to enable same-day delivery on e-commerce orders, you need to have proximity of distribution centers. By the way, the handful of cities that uh, were named recently as Amazon having had follow-up visits, New York makes all the sense in the world. If Amazon believes that same-day delivery is the future and the greatest cluster of humans in the United States 
I think LA has a larger population, but if you look at New York in terms of a, a large part population in a small area, well, what better m- massive test lab can you have than New York City if you want to test same-day delivery? So I think New York City is going to be the headquarter location for HQ2. You can still pull young engineers and such from MIT in Boston. You don't need to be located in Massachusetts. But I digress. So Amazon, to my point, caught the crest of this massive wave, this massive change in the economy, and they, they led the way. It's a right, so right out of the gate, Amazon became the de facto aggregator for e-commerce. So they won the trust of consumers. Uh, they, they won the pocketbook of consumers. They're very strategic in how they went about doing it once they became the dominant retailer, e-retailer on the planet. That's when they started to roll out ancillary services. And the ability to do so was facilitated by some of the other strategies they had wrapped around the e-tail experience. So if you think about Prime as an example, Prime not only incented customers to become repeat users of Amazon's e-tail service, but the recurring revenue nature of Prime provided Amazon with the recurring revenue stream and visibility into future revenues, which enabled Amazon to have great flexibility around how it was going to pursue its strategy and then execute on that strategy. AWS, I forget when exactly the advent of AWS was, but it was a sprung out of Amazon's uh, own internal usage of, of servers, and they had excess service capa- excess server capacity, and they thought, hey, why don't we monetize the downtime and lease our excess capacity? Let's utilize those down machines and use them to drive revenue. And they built the business around it. That was essentially them being smart and keeping keeping their eyes open and exercising creativity as to how they may drive leverage around infrastructure investments that they had already made. In software land, we call that build it once, sell it many times. So I don't aim to solve Uber's problems here on the podcast at the moment, but given your global network of, of users, automobiles, does it make sense to have your own automobiles and imbue them with your own proprietary technology? that can provide a richer experience, provide you with richer data. I just I feel like there's a whole lot that's untapped, untapped potential that Uber could look to within the world of, of rideshare before they start thinking about rolling out a temp agency. I think it's a shit show over there. And so if I were on that board, I'd, you know, I would be very vociferous and, and, and try to uh, be a catalyst for change, or, or I, would, I would leave because I don't think they know what they're doing over there at Uber. That's all for now. See you next time.